welcome to this week's episode of Onside Kicks. I'm Peter and this week I'm joined by John, Ken and Bill. So there's a very solemn, solemn atmosphere around the podcast uh, with uh, Ken has been in, I suppose, in receipt of some fairly crippling news with the Jets. Uh, Ken, do you want to talk about it? No, probably not. But Yeah, look, it's... I suppose 49ers fans are, are, are feeling this for a couple of weeks as the, the team has slowly eroded. But um, now the injury bugs after hitting the Jets catastrophically mm. hard. I, I go as far as it's kind of ended any real charge towards the playoffs, I'd say, in terms of Brees Hall, who was... I Look, Brees Hall is absolutely phenomenal. And anyone watching him the last couple of weeks, he's been a, he's been a breath of fresh air. Uh, blew out his ACL and was joined by arguably the Jets' best offensive player in Vera Tucker, who tore one of his triceps last night. Um, so they're both gone for the season. Uh, so it's just pr- pretty pretty hard to take there. Um, when you do, see do you think, do you think uh, Michael Carter will be an apt replacement, though? Like, I know he was kind of... Uh, but as I was saying there, Bill, like, Vera Tucker is an incredible American football player. He's, he's a guard by trade and the Jets have had so many injuries on the O-line that Vera Tucker has just been moving across the O-line effortlessly and he's not been giving up sacks. He's been lost now and they've three other offensive linemen on injured reserve and we've one guy playing with a torn rotator cuff and he, he was on injured reserve last week. So the entire offensive line effectively is either on injured reserve or should possibly be on injured reserve. Michael Carter coming back into that I, I don't see how he gets any go forward. I was kind of saying to Peter off, off camera there that um, the Jets could look at that like the Broncos in a couple of weeks' time, that you've got an absolutely elite defence and very hard to get out and go on an offence. Dar- Darnold is scary to watch. Oh, not Darnold. Jesus, sorry. Zach Wilson well, is scary to watch at the moment you, as well, Ken. He's a bit you, all over you, the shop. You could be closer to uh, closer <clears throat> to the truth by saying Darnold there. Um mm. Now, having said that, the Jets have the, the third best record in football at the moment. You're not yeah. convinced about your start, QB? Yeah, look, what you call it, there, there, there's a lot to be a lot to be happy about. They, they are five and two, but just at half time there, I just had a single fe- sinking feeling that wasn't going away when the injuries happened. Um, so apart from those two crippling, <laughs> there were some pretty bad ones as well. Um, Jackson, the the cornerback for uh, the, the Chargers. Chargers. Bill was saying there he's pretty much ripped his kneecap off. <laughs> so that's that's the that's the bleak way of putting it. But uh, well, like so, P- Peter heard uh, through the grapevine on the old Twitter sphere that it was a um, dislocated kneecap. Whereas by yeah. video, uh, our famous doctor on Twitter, who uh, I can't name because I think it's like um, he had by video at the time it happened uh, ruptured patella tendon, which is the tendon underneath your kneecap. It's huge. Um, if you straighten your knee and put your, you know, you'll feel it below your kneecap. And he says that ruptured, which would be an absolutely catastrophic injury. So mm. um, that would be season ending. So hopefully that's not true. But he's been, seen. he's been joined there. I think DK Metcalf got badly hurt as well, which takes a major weapon away from from um, from Geno Smith. And the Chargers, I think Mike Williams, uh, I woke up to find himself and Brees Hall on my fantasy team absolutely crippled. So, uh Misery upon misery uh, with, with last night in the NFL. Mm. Um, there's a bit of discussion on just the amount of injuries. <laughs> Tough times here. Tough times. 
I thought that was mine. I was like, what is going on? No, <laughs> no that's me. Sorry, Ken. Play, I, per, playing the small violin for Ken. Yeah. Is, is it the Astro? Is it the AstroTurf? Is it the sheer weight players? Um, I was actually, I, I have a colleague of work who's recently got into the NFL and I was trying to describe the running back position to him. And I said, it's, it's more akin to kind of dodging traffic um, that eventually one of the cars is going to clip you and you're going to miss a season. So I'd have a small bit of insight in this. And if Kev was here, he'd probably back me up. I don't know, like the way in the college, with the college team I worked with anyway, um, the, the season is so short that injuries that would take, let's say like for hur hurling here, for example, right? If you have a sprained ankle, you're probably out for four, five weeks. Over there, you tape it and you're back the following weekend. Do you know what I mean? It's like, they, they play battered, bruised, and like with ah, injury. With, no, but with, they play with like grade two ATFL ligament tears in their ankles, like like high ankle stuff and that, like stuff that weight bearing is not possible. Fair enough. But like stuff that, like they're playing sore constantly is my point. So, yeah. so something is bound to go. You're, you're at a higher predisposition to injury by playing okay. that way. Do you know what I mean? A quick one on, on Metcalf as well. I think it they, he doesn't need surgery. I think it um on whatever in, injury he has, so it's it's not as bad as feared. Um, I I still reckon he's out for for a stint, alright, but um, it's not as bad as feared. But he, he look, he will be a huge loss to the Seahawks, who are we're going to mention they're going quite well. Um, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I suppose uh, any other bleak news from the world of injuries and. The, well, bleak news from the world of Matt Ryan is uh, he's been dropped off the starting, starting uh, QB job from the Colts. So there's some randomer who no one's ever heard of coming in there to QB. They said, the Colts they said like it's 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 a, it was very unusually phrased. I suppose that it was that he's 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 a uh, he's been playing with a, is it an injured an injury in his shoulder, and that they're going to sit him for the the injury to to heal up. I think, and but they're also not going to start the new guy. For the rest of the season, I must grab his name, but it's very unusual. Yeah, something strange. Considering the Colts were a team, like I know Peter, you kind of picked them as as potential dark horses, but we all picked them as the winners of their division, which didn't look that strong. But they've been really on the struggle bus. Like they're, mm. they're what are they like record wise? They're let me get it up. Uh, there we are. They're saying still they're a game out of first place, to be fair. Three and three and three, three and one. But like they just look like they get they're getting nothing going on offense at all. Uh John Taylor not working Absolute bust for me so far in fantasy. He's been out and he, he also had been <coughs> injured for the first time in his career. I think it was the I'll, first time he'd missed practices. I'll yeah. trade him for Hall there, Peter, if you want. Uh I'd consider it at this stage, Ken. You know, I'd say <laughs> I might get as much return out of Hall you know, as I will off Taylor. Brutal. Yeah. Any other breaking news? That's about it. It's, uh, we covered pretty much all the stuff that's just popped out after the weekend. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah I suppose my, um, my, big, my big takeaway, though, um, like none of us, we all predicted the Seahawks to be coming last in the division. Um, in Like they're in the strongest, probably the most competitive division in that the Rams, the 49ers, Cardinals are all like legitimate playoff. Uh, playoff contenders and uh, maybe not the Cardinals as much just we kind of said they'd be a bit struggling this year but uh just uh, I think you have to put a lot of credit on Gino Sch Gino Schmidt Gino Smith's shoulders um 
Like what he's been doing, I like I watch more of the, their game than I probably would have just because it was high score and it was on red zone a lot. But even the throws that were, let's say, not touchdowns or the throws that even some of his incompletions, like he's putting the ball on an absolute plate and hitting passes that like if Mahomes did it, you'd be absolutely wax and lyrical. Like he he's I know look, his stat line is 20 completions out of 27 attempts, 210 yards, touchdown, interception. They're not fantastic numbers by any means, but like it helps when Kenneth Walker comes out with 168 yards and two touchdowns as well. But just I just have been really impressed with him. And so he's having a like it, it's not often a go- you see a guy, Bill, who's completely written off. Completely written off. Yeah, he was, he was when, done. when did the Jets draft him? 2012 I, I, or something? I think it? it was 2015 or 2016. Oh, it wasn't that recently, was it? Because I remember his second game, he went to Atlanta. He's when Atlanta 32, were I think. And he won. Um, it was an outrageous performance, but he literally did nothing after that. Sorry, no, 20... He was drafted in 2013. Sorry, so it must have been twenty fourteen then <coughs> was the year. Yeah, but like, uh, like you were big on him when he when you were big on every Jets quarterback that they've drafted the last ten years. But you were big on him, and like he did look half decent at times. But then, like I think the game of quarter, like the game of quarterback. Look at Justin Fields. Like if he lands in Jacksonville. He has a very different experience to what he's having with the Bears. Do you know what I mean? Like the Bears, you can just get unlucky, land your first, like get drafted by a really shit situation. And then, like, I think that's probably what happened to him because he's the, clearly this happens, been, this happens to so many quarterbacks, Bill. It's like you're given, yeah. what are you given? Two years. If you don't produce in two years, you're pretty much gone. You're maybe relegated back to backup yeah. Yeah. if you're lucky. And in three or four years, you could be out of the league completely. Exactly. I think. Like you, you need two very important things when you go into a team. Number one, a good per- personnel group around you that will actually make you perform better. And number two, a coach whose game plan suits your game. Like, yeah. do you know, like one example is Russell Wilson for years with Seattle was unbelievable because the game plan, like the run pass option, the you know the run heavy game and allowing him to kind of use his legs and that made him look like an absolute superstar, which he is a superstar, uh, but like he's in a place in, in, in I know maybe he's getting older as well and he's going downhill a little, but he, but he, he doesn't, doesn't seem to suit him as well. Pete Carroll doesn't need any more plaudits, but it's some, even after the Russell Wilson thing, it's some big up of Pete Carroll that he can turn someone like Geno Smith around. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, I, d- I didn't even mean for that to go down the Pete Carroll route. Like I, I was just picking an example off the top of my head just how how a, a game plan can suit a QB. Yeah. Like building, a, building a game plan around your QB rather than trying to just like do your thing and have the QB try and fit in with it. Do you know? So like the problem, like, yeah, they're trying to get Justin Fields going and whatever in in, in the Bears, but uh, well, good, I just good, think they're getting the best out of them. Huh? Like New England pulled a fucking randomer out of the scrap heap a week ago and he slotted in the, the exact same thing that their first round draft pick is doing like, so it's funny you it's funny you brought this up right I just stumbled upon a video on, on uh, reels or whatever on Instagram and it was from the draft it was like a hype not a hype video but like a from the from the combine sorry and it was Bailey Zap uh, could this be the sleeper of whatever apparently he's broken like touchdown records and completion records NCAA wide in uh, in college football. Like apparently this lad was absolutely unbelievable in college, but he was just playing with a 
was it D D two team or something? Was he or was he? Uh, Western Kentucky, I think. Okay. Yeah, I haven't but, seen but too like, many of their games lately. No. But uh, that's what but I'm like, saying. But like, <laughs> he he was breaking completion records and touchdown records apparently. Now I might, uh, this is uh, this is something I got on social media half an hour ago. Completely unfounded. I better go check. Yeah. But like, you know, like, he's, there's clearly these guys out there. But anyway, sorry. But, but back to Gino Smith, like Gino Smith, Smith like, is. Yeah, just, but sorry, Bill. He's he like with him. Like he's been around the league. Like he's seen a lot. He's been under a lot of different teams. Like. He's a huge, obviously has a huge amount of knowledge and has picked up a lot along the way. Like he obviously wasn't when he was drafted league ready, but there's a lot of these guys that probably like eventually get to that level. But I, but by the time they're getting to that level, a lot of them are done with football. Like he's 32 years old now, probably on the best run of his life. I suppose not too many lads get a chance. Like the only guy I can think of that would have been like that, kind of got really good at the end. Well, played his best stuff at the end of his career was Ryan, was it Ryan Fitzpatrick? Like yeah, he played yeah. great stuff towards the end of his career. I know, like any Fitzpatrick was even probably a lot older than Geno Smith. Like Geno Smith, I think Fitzpatrick got a lot more opportunities than Geno. Like Geno has been, a, he got yeah, dropped by the Jets, and he's literally his job off the Jets. He's literally been getting piles on the bench for the last eight yeah. years, and now he's yeah. he's back starting and performing at elite level. I I just yeah. think it's a great story, and hopefully it continues because they're uh, they're certainly he's producing for them at the moment, anyway. Yeah. Any other takeaways that we've John, have you had for us? Um, just like what a difference that a, a year would make, or or even a, an off season. Uh, just a transformation of the teams last year that we considered superpowers that aren't superpowers. I know you touched on some of them last week. Um, but the Buccaneers like seem to have fallen off a cliff to get bit by that Panthers team. Um I don't know, that that seems like a rock bottom moment for me now from the books. And on the other side of it, like the uh, the Vikings and the the Giants, who no one gave a chance to uh, at the start of the year. Yeah. And just a coaching change there in, in both places. I gave a chance to the Vikings. <laughs> just, um, <laughs> and they seem to be flying it. I, I'm still not 100% in on the Vikings, Bill. But, <laughs> I uh, backed him for the Super Bowl. Like, well, no, I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not breaking the bank, but like 33 to 1, I thought was well overpriced. But anyway, I, yeah, no, I totally agree. What, what went on with the Buccaneers, like every time the thing came on, you're just expecting Brady to get something going. Like it just shows you, like, off field stuff is obviously just. It's it's adding up for the team and for Brady as a whole, like the team as a whole and for Brady, like because you know the rumors are fairly rife with the fact that the whole family is kind of you know family situation. Let's not go into it, but it's uh, in case Tom is listening, he gets insulted. <laughs> but uh, it's not good. It's not good. It's uh, it's just it, do you know what much. I mean? Like there's obviously shit going on that stopping and not even stopping hindering good production and his team is probably getting pissed off with him as a result he's getting pissed off with the team just seems like a really toxic place and do you know what like there hasn't been a whole pile of focus on Bruce Arians or have you noticed that like he hasn't really been like focused on in games after I haven't heard anything on social Bruce, media Bruce Arians is, isn't the coach Bill sorry not Bruce Arians what's his name Todd Bowles oh sorry yeah Todd Bowles you mean yeah yeah, yeah. New, he took over from Arians yeah, yeah. sorry sorry, was, sorry. Yeah. Um, like, it's a weird one. Like, I, I don't no, know. I, like, sorry, what I'm saying is, there's no head coach coming out trying to dispel rumors. There's no 
it balls just seems weak like do you know what I mean yeah he's, in that he's not he's there's no talk of like oh no look we'll, we'll get it right we'll like it just seems very generic stuff in the media at post game and there's no yeah. one kind of holding up the hands of accountability there's no one kind of talking about what the real problems are or whatever so I don't know I think everyone's pretty aware what the real problem is, though. Yeah, like, it's kind of, it's just, that's what I'm saying. It's been danced it's just a around. massive elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is an elephant in the room. It's just been danced around by everybody. Else. And um, I see Antonio Brown is still slagging off Brady on Twitter at every opportunity. It's actually embarrassing, but which I mean, makes no sense. Like, was he not the reason? Like, yeah. he brought him to into so many teams. Oh, and coached German. I don't know. There's a surgeon that... looking forward to dissecting that brain. I'll tell you that for nothing. <laughs> Okay, right, we'll move it on, lads. I've not, no, to be honest, I'm just a bit, uh, I'm a bit like you, Ken. Now I just don't want to talk about my own team and I'm just football in general. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just it's just it's just depressing at the moment. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's not good, it's not good. But sure, look, another week, we'll drive it on one more week closer to the bitter end. So it's grand. <laughs> Um, we'll start things off so lads we'll just kind of I suppose this week now there's uh, two weeks on a, on a bye uh, or two teams excuse me on a bye the Chiefs and the Chargers on a bye um, so it's quite a busy week I suppose there was four teams on a bye last week I think and there's only two on a bye this week so a lot, uh, an extra game uh, we're going to zoom through there's no major standout games for us we kind of were discussing it here off uh, off microphone before we started uh, nothing really stand, standing out so we'll just we'll try and go from the top down uh, what we think are the better games and then we'll um We'll, we'll fly through the last couple. So uh, I might start start things off with the Vikings and Car- at the Cardinals. Um, I suppose the Cardinals at Vikings, excuse me, sorry. Um, it's, uh, I suppose it's the Vikings, as we spoke about already, are going pretty well. Five and one, three and oh at home as well. And the Cardinals have become a little bit more interesting um, in the last couple of weeks, I suppose. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins coming back into the, into the fold uh, made a huge difference there. They had a big, really high, uh, a high scoring um game against the Saints there last week. I love did you see that um slow motion video of Dalton after he threw the pick? <laughs> and it's just this absolutely stunning piece of art. And, and Dalton is his eyes a up to heaven behind him. And you can see you see the, the 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 safety or the cornerback just running in a big swan dive into the into when the it, when he took off I watched in real time. When he took off I was like how is this going to end like he's gone at such an angle that and next thing he just tucks and rolls very uh, very impressive like yeah. I'd say like if you measured like from where he took off to where he landed, probably ten meters. Like he was traveling at such a pace, like he absolutely yeah hunched himself. Yeah, um, I suppose one one thing that I did notice, um, kind of was that um, people are saying you know the the uh, the Arizona Cardinals offense was pretty broken, and um, I know they said look, and um, Hopkins isn't going to be this one this one person fix, but like I th- I thought they looked a lot, a lot better with him. So I'm wondering, can he can he fix like he? I think he's going to bring a lot of lads along with him, um, as they as they um start working toward through the season. Their, their, their score was a bit flatter though by yeah Ismail play by um New Orleans, Dalton. yeah um like even Murray only put up the 200 yards. Like if you think when you see 42, um you're yeah. going to see quite a lot of play. If that was Murray, you would say a year and a half ago you probably think he's got 400 yards and four it, touchdowns. It's, it's it's funny, actually. I woke up to that score, Ken, and I said the very same thing. I went straight into the fancy. I didn't have a, Car- a Carolina player or a New Orleans player, but I went someone's after getting a whopper score out of this. 
And there it was wasn't anyone. Like 10s and 12s, like there was no major score at all. It was very yeah, bizarre. I think, I think the big thing for with Hopkins coming back is he's a different type of receiver to what they had. Like Marquise Brown, all these guys, they're all kind of small, tidy, fast, you know, kind of nearly deep targets. Like they're more than deep targets, but like that kind of receiver, the quick, small guy. Whereas Hopkins yeah. is quick and he's kind of physical as well. Like he's not he's not slow either. Don't get me wrong, he's 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 pacey as well, but he's physical. Um yeah. like they have Zach Ertz and he's the only one providing that, but Ertz isn't fast isn't as fast as Hopkins, and Hopkins is just he could throw a 50-50 ball up to Hopkins and he'd probably come down with 80% of them. Do you know what I mean? So um that's the kind of thing they maybe they've been lacking. Like he, he got a heap of targets for what 110 yards or something. Um, didn't get in the end zone, unfortunately, for my fantasy team. But uh, yeah, it's looking good for for it's look it's it's definitely a plus for their offense going forward. Anyway, is this the classic game though that we expect the Vikings will put down their marker and they're going to get bet by a field goal? <laughs> yeah, I, I just feel I just feel they've done that consistently <laughs> for the last three or four years. And the Cardinals have a way of staying in games as well, don't they? They're just kind of they're plucky. Yeah, yeah. They just elongate plays and tire you out and just find a way of just moving it down in the fourth quarter. So yeah, it could it could get very tight. Um it's I'd probably fancy the Vikings still, but I don't see it I don't see it being too much either way, to be honest. I think a bit of a statement be- game for them, I think. Uh they're on, they're after winning four in the bounce there, the Vikings, like the Lions, Saints, Bears, and the Dolphins, who have, were on like their third or fourth choice quarterback. So hard to know what, what they've what they've bet. Um I think the Vikings need to go out and win this game. I think they should win this game. Uh, yeah, I, I'd agree. I think that they'll probably win by a field goal. But I won't be surprised if they, they drop it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think the, the Cardinals will be on a high going into it as well. They'll definitely uh, have a bit more pep in the step. Um, are the Vikings coming off a bye? Am I right in saying that? Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. Like they'll, they'll have the extra week to prepare for this game and they'll have analysed mm. more so than usual. So... You know, it doesn't always go the way. It can lead to a bit of a, a lull in performance sometimes. But like, yeah, number number one, any knocks you're carrying are carrying are given a chance to recover, and number two, like you have better chance to review hmm. tape. You have more chance to prepare plays against weaknesses and stuff. So I, I think yeah. the Vikings, one of their one of their one of their backup all, all, all offensive linemen got arrested as well. They all bad the week off didn't suit him. I think he was being a bold boy. So. Of course they did. Um, yeah, that's the probably won't make a huge difference now. He wasn't. I don't think he was starting. But look, it's always <coughs> a, bit of, a bit of hassle with teams. It's amazing, like they just. I'd say any time the, these lads are given a bit of a bit of freedom, like they just absolutely run riot. But uh, yeah, oh. Vi- Vikings, I think. Vikings, yeah. Vikings, cool. Vikings. Mighty. Uh, n- yeah, nice. Uh, should be a pretty good one, I think. Um. I suppose with the Rams, something that I think, or not the Rams, excuse me, with the Vikings or Jesus, the 49ers, wake up. Uh, I think a pretty disappointing loss uh, last night. I think with McCaffrey in the fold, I think, I don't know, I'd say, I know, I know, look, the the Chiefs are the Chiefs, but I suppose they kind of got blown out of it in the finish. Um, did any of you get a chance to watch that game? I watched a good bit of it myself. I think, I think when, you're, when you're playing for the last eight minutes with your second string lineup, it just tells its own story. Like they, they were well and truly. I th- I think like to be fair to them, they weren't too bad on offense. Like I think they probably were a bit ambitious trying to get McCaffrey in the game as much as they did. 
as air, like he had a day with the playbook. Like it's not, like, yeah, it's not like a game of hurling where you can go in, and just go in corner forward there and get a few points. Yeah. Like it's, you actually have to know where the gaps are going to be. You have to know like yeah. what the what the coverage is. Like different. Like there's so much more to learning the playbook than just turning up and running. You know, so it's hilarious though as well. They were saying like, oh, McCaffrey looked for the playbook when he was getting on the plane in Carolina. I'm like, he's not going to learn the playbook on the plane. Like, <laughs> yeah, like there's, there's eighty plays there's, like or whatever. his eagerness to learn. Uh, yeah, but anyway, like I, I think I think the commentators said it right. They just ran into a juggernaut in. Uh, in Pat Mahomes, he is on a different level at the moment. Like he's absolutely, he's a freak. You know what word. He's, he's good enough, isn't he? In bastard. fairness, sorry, Peter. Oh, you're choking. I'm taking the piss. He's good enough. The, the other mad bastards tried to trade for McCaffrey. The Rams. The Rams did. Yeah, they they were in a bidding war with San Fran. Like, what draft picks have they left? <laughs> hey, they still have their 20, 35 first rounder, Ken. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> the, really, the most impressive the thing, thing coming in there. He's uh, <laughs> he's just finished kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> the most the most impressive thing about the the Chiefs is how much they get everybody involved in the game. Like if you t- try and take away one of their strengths, like Kelsey has been quiet the last two like two games. He's not been like absolutely lord like he can sometimes do. But next thing up steps you know Valdez Scantlin, Juju Smith Schuster, both hundred yard receiving games. Uh, like I know I say Travis Kelsey was quiet, he's still at 98 yards. Nicole Hardman, like, has been absolutely flying at the last couple of weeks. Uh, running Juju's, the ball. Juju's getting plenty of ball as well, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. The two boys, and uh, Sorry, yeah. Hardman, Hardman rushed two touchdowns too, didn't he? That's what I'm saying. He, he was on end arounds, he rushed two, they were actually all end arounds, but one of them was pitched forward as opposed to handed. Okay. so that's why one was receiving. Um, but like it, it, it just seems like they're number one, they're able to dial up plays that exploit teams' weaknesses, and number two, they just have everyone is a yeah. chance to beat you. Like it's crazy. hey, Bill, that that's all well and good, but how about we talk about the Rams and 49ers? <laughs> Are we not talking about? Oh yeah, no, sorry, we're we're, we're, we're waxing lyrical about the Kansas City Chiefs. It's here. very I mean, easy to get distracted <laughs> when you go talking about a game that happened last week. To just focus on the yeah. Way. Sorry, no, I, 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 I totally <laughs> misdirected that there. How do we, how do we see it going? Like the, the Rams have have flattered to deceive this year. Yeah, I think the the Rams really need to win this one because we all had them as Super Bowl champions coming back, missing one or two players from last year, but also met one or two signings to try and cover up those players that they missed. So we we all thought it'd be business as usual, but. They've been really bad this year. Um, they're they're not looking like a superpower at all. And then we kind of said that the 49ers might peg them if they don't play up to their, their um their kind of hype. And now the 49ers are kind of looking a bit disappointed. Now I know the 49ers are absolutely ravaged with injury, and I think they just got some of their key players back this week and ha- having sat through an injury coming back on your first week back. And having to face into the, the Chiefs is not an easy thing to do. Um, I'd say they're licking their chops for uh, Stafford, though. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I think like Bosa was back this week now. And again, not as effective as he normally is, but the, like the O-line that the Rams have is probably one of the worst in the league. And that's uh, what their problem has been. Like You look at their stats, points against, 
are like what they've conceded is the fewest in the division. Uh, what they've scored is, you know, way below, like oh, 80 points below the, what the Seahawks have scored. Now, granted, Seahawks played one extra game, but like they've they've actually conceded less than anyone else in the division. So the defense is still the same. The defense is still doing the job. It's literally an absolute stymied offense that is their Achilles heel at the moment. Because it seems like give it to Cooper, he's down there somewhere, isn't really working from as well this year. Like he's not being as productive, and they don't have any OBJ or whoever on the other side to like Robinson hasn't really shown up. So that's something um we probably should have spoken about as well. Um the uh trade deadline is on is the first of November as well. So uh, this week I suppose people can expect there should be a couple of moves that say yet for some um some players. I think Odell Odell Beckham will surely end up somewhere. Well, he's and there's, there's rumors he'd be with the Rams. I think their big problem though is the running game. The reason they can't get anything on the pass game going is because teams are teams know they're, they're that's their strength. They're going to try and pass it, so they don't they can't establish a run game at the moment. So on Acres yeah. is throwing the ties out of Pram and he he's on the trade block as well. Acres is. Mm. Um, what I'd say will happen. Um, I can see the likes of. Maybe Acres will end up maybe someone like the Jets, and I'd say someone like Kareem Hunt could end up with uh, the Rams. I can't see the 49ers letting any of their running backs go to the Rams because you're you're boosting a rival. But I'd say yeah. there'll be a bit of chopping and changing. Yeah, even someone like Mitchell could end up across the way with the Jets, and they'd be moved out of division, whatever the case is. Yeah, like yeah. I, you'd have to imagine the 49ers offload at least one of the running backs now that McCaffrey's in situ. So yeah. It's an important game for both teams. I think uh, just over the long lads. I think uh, I really think both teams need to win this game. I, I don't think, uh, especially Los Angeles. But if the 49ers go to three and five, I don't think they, like, there'll be there'll be there'll be questions being asked there. I I, I think it's it's a big game, especially within the division. So huge, if huge I, game, yeah, yeah, I, geez, I I think the Rams with the with the extra week, I'm gonna go with them. I think they might they might they need to start a lot of things out, but. I just think the 49ers is gonna are still gonna find it hard. I, I think they'll they'll destroy the O line and I think they'll create a base and I think it's enough time to set up McCaffrey. I think he could be the difference. You could see a huge game. He had some great moves early on until kind of Kansas copped on to he only had two moves. Um so <laughs> he's he's a, a bit extra, he he'll have an extra week on top of it. So I I can see a big maybe 120 yard game and a couple of touchdowns from McCaffrey. Um and I coupled that with the disruption of the O-line and the Rams, I think the 49ers will take this by a touchdown. I, th- I think even when the Rams were moving it well last year, the 49ers are always a bogey team for them. They're always a team that has their number. So mm. I think when the Rams are going as poorly as they have been on offense, I think it's uh, reasonable to assume the 49ers should have enough for them. So I'll go with them by, uh, by less than a touchdown. I'm going to go the same, but I still have reservations. Like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo wins matches, but at the same time, you, you saw last night wider trying to replace him. He just shown an awful interception there. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, it's going. It's going to be the 49ers for me, but it's not going to be pretty. All right, cool. Right, lads, we'll drive it on there now. We'll uh, do kind of a quick, quick fire through of uh, the rest of the games because. We went to spend three minutes in that game and spent about seven. So, uh, and had well, I did half, talk, about the, I did talk about the Chiefs for, for about 20 yeah. minutes. There. Uh, we're all, we're all, <laughs> we're all complicit. Um, okay, moving it on. Uh, the next game, the New York Giants at the Seattle Seahawks. 
yeah um the yeah two 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 exciting teams i suppose um the the giants rumbling on six and one who the thunk it i think um, we, like we can we can pretty much we we've got to cover geno smith and the seahawks and what they're bringing but the giants who the thunk either of these teams being top of their divisions at the moment yeah i know that the giants aren't technically top but they yeah. are they're up there they're just winning there, games. John, give, me the, give me the thumbs up. Yeah, they're just winning games. Like they're just getting it done. It's not pretty. Winning dirty, like, and that's yeah. what sometimes you need to do. And like they're what probably three games away from a guaranteed playoff spot. Three more yeah. games or yeah. Two, yeah. two more games from a and it's hard, it's hard. They've been very they've been consistent. So it's it's hard, it's hard to argue against it. Um, yeah, against like they're they're going to be up against now the Seattle Seahawks. I'd say it's probably probably one of one of a one of the more informed teams they've met uh, more recently, like they've beaten the Bears, the Packers, the Ravens and the Jags uh, in the last four weeks. None of those teams have been particularly uh, going well. So I think the Seahawks will be a much sterner test. Um, it'll be The Seahawks are our favourites, surprisingly <coughs> enough, but I, I, I would imagine that nearly every team the Giants have been facing have been favourites and it hasn't really upset them set them before. Uh, yeah, Saquon is just... is is. Um, is just still just very very enjoyable to watch. I'm still waiting for that moment, Ken, where where the knees go, but or something goes. There's enough him. of that. There's enough of that bad juju in New York this week, so we we'll, yeah. we'll give him uh, we'll a boy. He's on his yeah. Saquonessence. Saquonessence, uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think it's um it's it's going to be a tight game. I don't think it's going to be very high scoring. Um, well, I well and after the Seahawks are absolutely shooting the lights out, but I don't know. I can't see it. Going too high, I think this could be the game where the um the Giants' run comes to an end. Uh, I just think Seattle are looking. Look, I suppose Metcalf is out, but I don't know. I think G- Geno Smith has more to offer. I think um than um Danny Jones. So I, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna say the Seahawks take it by a field goal, maybe 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 five points, but I don't. I think it'll be less than a touchdown for sure. And uh, and uh... all right. Yeah, so I look at then the Rams heading to Tampa Bay. A very unusual match. Uh, the wheels have completely come off of Tampa Bay. Disastrous loss to the Panthers, following up a disastrous loss to the Steelers. Mm. They should have had a arguably disastrous loss to the Falcons. Brady got his uh, got a very cheap call towards the end of the game. They were hammered by the Chiefs, and they lost to a Packers team that we've seen kind of aren't very good. So... I think Tom Brady's in the worst position of his career in terms of his uh, his uh, performance on the pitch. And they just look a bit old. They, this was always the danger. I think there was a window for Tampa Bay and I think they might have overshot it. Um, they have a lot of big contracts and a lot of older players. It's going to be very difficult to turn that around. The Ravens, then the other side, are an incredibly frustrating team. Um, when I squint and look at them, I see the Vikings. Um, which is the worst <laughs> thing I can say about any team. Uh, the, the form that Lamar Jackson was demonstrating at the start of the season is gone, but I don't think he's getting a lot of help from his uh, his colleagues. So you're heading into a very unusual match. I think the Ravens should shade it, but they could do anything. They, they, they kept a very poor Cleveland team in that match. I know it was a derby and all that, but they still kept him in it. Uh, like Jackson, only 120 yards. They're not getting much going in the rushing game, uh, and their wide receivers were were shut out effectively yesterday. So, 
I think you could have a very, very ugly game here with a field goal deciding it. I, I can't see Brady losing again. I think they're going to get back on the horse here and condemn Baltimore to a very disappointing loss. Yep. Happy days, Ken. Okay, well, not happy days. Sad days. Yeah, so, sad turgid days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right, we'll move on. Den- Denver at Jacksonville, please, Bill. <laughs> What is that's, going on? That's the auto. The auto play is, is going mental on my laptop here. That's my apologies. Uh, yeah, Denver at Jacksonville. It's uh, interesting to see what will happen with Russell Wilson. Is he going to be out another week or is it confirmed he's going to be back? Anyone, any ideas? He, he's a hamstring tear, Bill, and they've abide a week after this. So I, I think there's no hope he plays. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, even so, does it make a difference? They they still score nine points every game, so it doesn't really matter. Um, no, look, I two teams that kind of promised a lot at the start of the year, but just hasn't lived up to expectation. Um, with regards to the Jacksonville Jaguars, I kind of like seeing something this weekend that I was thinking maybe, but then obviously the Colts with a pretty bad, um. You know, pretty bad team all around came and got the win against them. So that was that was the Giants bill. Oh, sorry, the Colts were the week before. Week <laughs> sorry, um, yeah, uh, I was thinking that wasn't the game I was watching. Sorry, the Giants. Um, but like basically, they're just flat. Like Etienne is looking like he's going to break out at any second, and it just hasn't happened. He's he's 114 yards touchdown. Grant, like he's 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 getting stopped and coughing up a ball going into the end zone um, when he looked like he was about to score a touchdown at one stage for a touchback. Don't you see that one? Um, Lawrence, he, he Lawrence is, is being... What? He lost two fumbles. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like They're just... They look like they're about to pop and just... They've silly, stopped silly using errors. James Robinson as well to my utter yeah, frustration. Yeah. They're, they're stopping themselves um, a lot of the time. Lawrence, to be fair to him, didn't really do a whole pile wrong. He's just kind of not doing anything special either. Um, I'm going they're, to... they're very competitive in games. Sorry, Belton Trump. It's been yeah. very competitive. They were yeah. unlucky to lose against the Giants. Well, they could have beaten the Giants yesterday. <coughs> and they were very unlucky to lose against the Colts. They lost, I think it was a last minute touchdown. They're yeah. competitive, but they need to start getting racking up a couple of wins because... Exactly. They're, they're falling behind the, the eight ball. Fairly I say this every week, guys. Poor teams lose those matches, though. Yeah. The NFL, the NFL is designed to be competitive. Yeah. And poor teams always lose those matches. And yeah. that, they're, they, they remind me of the Lions last season, competitive and losing games. Yeah. They're just not doing the simple things that are leading yeah. to bad outcomes. Yeah. Uh, look, could... I'm, I'm going to, just because they're kind of looking like they could produce it more so than the Broncos, I'm going to go with the Jags by maybe a field goal or to a touchdown. But, uh, you know, the Broncos... With with Ripian didn't look anyway impressive. Their defense is very still very good, but uh, yeah, Jags for me for for this one. Right, John Callan, can you please talk about the New England Patriots at the at the uh, New York Jets because Ken just can't hack it, please. I, please. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't let me have a go at this one. Now, <laughs> yeah, we had so, to keep so Bill right in this one. Baby. So it right into him there. I, I'm going to just jump straight to Bill's <laughs> prediction: Patriots win forty-five nil, um, but. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a pretty game Um, like the Patriots are going to be trying to do the same thing that they've been doing all season just grind out these not so pretty wins Um, I would heavily fancy the Jets only for the news that we heard here at the the top of the show that the two 
like two key offensive players are out and it started to show Zach Wilson kind of was under a lot of pressure um, very early on in that game. Michael Carter didn't really look well, but I suppose another week, he, he only got thrown in there um, with the snaps last yeah. minute. Arguably, Den- Denver could have the best defence in football. That's a fair point. Um, but another week with the playbook for Michael Carter, like as a starter taking starter reps at really Stanton. Um, like, Bill, who's going to be playing a quarterback? It's, I think if Mac Jones is back, he'll probably start. But... He's starting tonight, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, I, got, I haven't checked the news. Sorry. Uh, so we're, tonight. we're waiting for uh, what we can only assume is a, a Pats victory against the Bears tonight. But uh, I still fancy the Jets in this one. Um, Ken, I, I think like they have like probably the best backfield in football at the moment. Um, with um, DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner uh, just shutting down everything that's coming their way, and they don't seem to be putting up many points to wide receivers. They're not conceding big plays very often at all and like well New England are obviously going to sense that and they're just going to be trying to cut them up five yards at a time but I, t- I think the Jets are going to get stops uh, that that defense is still super and they haven't lost as many players as what they're losing on offense and I think they just have enough with the players that are left with Michael Carter with Garth Wilson is absolutely fantastic um, Uzama and, and a few more I just think they might have enough um to, to pip the Patriots here. Interesting. I myself myself and Bill will stay in the sidelines. <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll move it on. So, um, Pittsburgh Steelers at the Philadelphia Eagles. So, yeah. Um, the Eagles still the last um, undefeated team in football. They're coming off a bye, aren't they, John? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, extra week's rest. Um, just I suppose, just if I'm looking at this game as as a as a neutral, I cannot see anything only a Philadelphia win. Um, just Steelers are totally at sea at the moment. Um, I think like no matter how bad the Steelers, since I've been watching football, no matter how bad the Steelers have ever been going, they've always just about got it got their 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 shit together basically for the end of the season, and they would have always made the playoff. I think um doesn't he have um. Doesn't say what's the coach's name? Um, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. He has, a, has always had a winning record or at least a 50 50 record. Um, so I just think, I don't know, I just think the Steelers are just not not all there at all at the moment. And I think this is an easy one for Philadelphia. If they if they are as good as we as I think they are, which I do, I, I think they're really good. Um, yeah, I think it's like the sheer quantity of picks that they're, they're going to throw. Uh, I think the, the backfield in Philadelphia. <coughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're absolutely. They're they're not. Um. They're they're absolutely frotting at the mouth. I'd say now for um, for for this for this game. I don't think you're going to fear them at all. Um. Just so well rounded. Uh. Philadelphia and I. I. I'm actually delighted. Um. That Hurts is kind of getting the credit. He's kind of get finally getting credit now as a legitimate quarterback. I think he's improved a lot. Um. Like he was always think he was always a good runner, but I think his throwing has improved a lot. Like he reminds kind of like um. Um, Josh Allen, like when Josh Allen first entered the league, a lot of people are quite critical of him, and he was probably not a good good enough tour of the ball, but he improved, and so has Hertz. And I think uh, if 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 Hertz is playing for his job or playing for his starting as his role as a starting quarterback, I think he's done more than enough to show that he can do it. 
Well, I think last year I, I compared him to Gino Smith, and uh, I think I'm I'm quite happy that it's actually come full circle. <laughs> yeah, this was the, this was the you're Gino actually on the I money. <laughs> you're actually on the money, kid, but in, just for the wrong reasons. <laughs> just for the very wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah. Phil, look, sure, Phil, lads, Philadelphia have to win this by ten points. I think, don't they? Yeah, they'll crush him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, moving it on. So Bears at the Cowboys. Ken. Yep, they'll crush him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think this Dallas defense is going to rip the Bears to absolute shreds. Um, it's going to be incredibly ugly. A bit I of news we missed as well. Um, a Dallas Cowboy, uh, their cornerback is it Lewis? Uh, it has a Liz Frank foot injury. He's out for the season. That 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 old that old chestnut. Yeah, uh, this is the classic Liz Frank. Um. Yes, that's sorry. That's, that's something we missed in the injury report earlier on. Sorry, Kent. Yeah, no, it's 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 a that's a bad one. But I think that they're, they're more than capable of 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 overcoming it. Uh, I think the Bears are going to. There's a good chance the Bears get shot out tonight by New England, um, and there's a very good chance they get shot out here. They're just not a good football team, and they can't really get much going on offense. And they're going up against. I consider New England maybe to have a top five defense in football tonight. And they're heading to probably the, the, the top defense in football uh, at the weekend. So just misery on misery on misery. Can the Dallas Cowboys get real consistency on offense? I think that waits to be seen, but it'll make absolutely no difference. There could be two touchdowns off defense in this match. And if they reach 14, there's no way the Bears catch that. Um, so I think a very, very handy win for Dallas. And the Bears continue their march towards complete mediocrity. If if the Cowboys can get their act together on on the offensive side of the ball, like they're they're a dangerous they, Super Bowl they're team. Lead, yeah, they look they look legitimate. Like I think I don't know, I didn't see much of Dak Prescott yesterday. Um, it's, it's it's shades of the Denver team that carried Peyton Manning to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're they're pummeling teams on the defensive side of the ball. Like they're it's impressive. Um, obviously, yeah. the old injury bug needs to needs to stay away. And it, yeah. it started it started with uh with Lewis, but look, we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on him. But uh, a nondescript this game won't even show up in red zone. No, no, oh, uh, won't even for people's reference, red zone will start at five this week. Uh, uh, the clocks. I was going to mention this actually. Yeah, clocks uh, are going back or forward. I don't know in America. They go back an hour. Yeah, no, they go back an hour. Will the game in London kick off at twelve? <coughs> 12 in the morning then it's a good point actually let me just double check uh, yeah, got up with that one actually Jags 130 130 okay there's your Sunday mapped out everyone yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I'm up next with the Panthers and Falcons um, really strange one considering the Falcons have been motoring nicely and I kind of expected them to put up a better showing against kind of a weak enough Bengals defence and the Panthers, we were expecting absolutely nothing out of because we we're they were selling the farm to fucking kind of up up roots and resow next year. Um, and they came out with a, a comprehensive victory against what were once Super Bowl contenders, the Bucks. Um, really strange. It's hard to know what to make of that Bucks performance. Is it solely the Bucks being absolutely toothless, or is there much to be read into the a Panthers resurgence? I'm gonna say not. Really, I'm going to say it's more so the Bucks being bad. Uh, you look at their Panthers' previous games, and like they're losing to kind of teams that have a dual threat in that a passing game and a running game. The 49ers, uh, the Cardinals. You go back as far as you know a few weeks previous. 
decent uh, game against the Saints, but it was Jameis Winston throwing uh, picks and the Giants as well kind of scraped over the line. So I think the the, um, the the Falcons are that team. Mariota is providing a dual threat. Um, you know, even without is Cordero Patterson anywhere near coming back? I haven't even looked at that. But even with even without him, Algier and uh was it? He's due back fairly soon. Yeah. Even without him though, Algier and uh and even Kyle Pitts is starting to come more into it. I just I just fancied him uh, for this one. I I think the Panthers are probably just uh that was their kind of response game to to losing to losing McCaffrey and uh, and people kind of writing him off for the year. So I think this is where they kind of come back down to earth and the Falcons will win this by a touchdown or more. Prove us we were right to write them off. Yes. <laughs> Just yeah, uh, a, fun, a fun fact on the McCaffrey trade. <coughs> Along with a sixth round pick, they recuperated what they traded for Sam Darnold. Jesus. Now that's a sobering thought. <laughs> wow. Is he still, he's still there, is he? Oh, he is himself and Baker and sure every other quarterback. Jeepers, jo- PJ, sure Walker, Rose PJ Walker is now the starter now. Two first yeah. round picks in the in the in a team and neither of them near it. Anyway. Miami at Detroit, John. Yeah, this is one way of traffic. I think Tyreek Hill is going to have himself a, a career day against this Detroit defense. The only bright hope for Detroit, a man Ross St. Brown is after suffering a concussion yesterday and I don't know if they're going to try and rush him back with all the controversy recently surrounding concussions um, I don't see any hope for the Lions here like we had an awful lot of excitement about the Lions at the start of the year but they're, they look even worse than they did last year uh, <laughs> so I, uh, I just think Tua now another game after after coming back from his injury he plays a really safe game he's just going to let by a million paper cuts uh, to the Detroit Lions, cut him up five yards at a time. Um, is after after a great start, the line like the Lions looked really competitive. They're after they're after yeah. the arses after falling out of their season, isn't it? Well, they're after falling off a cliff big time. Yeah. Did um, you see uh, the, the Tua carrying the ball into some tackles last night? It's hard to watch now. That was early on, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, just ran, ran running for third downs. Nothing reckless. But just the stuff he's been through, you'd imagine he'd be just diving on his knees, but he's absolutely going for everything. You'd wonder, it's, it's just, I know he's probably, the, he's still a guy that's probably playing for his career as well. You know, he's not, he's not a proven product at Miami yet at all. Uh, by all accounts, they wanted him out this season. So, but it's just, it's scary to think like that after what happened to him a couple of weeks ago, he's still diving in head first and not head first, but he's still die. He's so brave, like brave slash reckless. I don't know, but. Just it was, it was interesting to wake up to see that this morning. Scary, scary stuff. But anyway, John, sorry. Yeah, just a one-way traffic for me, Pete. Um, I don't think yeah. any argue with me here. Nope. No. no, I don't think so. Uh, could be high scoring. I think it could be a loose enough game. I think it could it could go high, but I think that the Dolphins should still win convincingly. I'm hoping a big game for Tyreek Hill. He's been very quiet the last few weeks. I can't see the Lions getting any any kind of a score going. Like they're mm. playing good defenses, but again, Miami has a good defense too. So I, I don't think they're going to rack up a score here. Mm. Miami might. Yeah. Okay. We'll move it on. So I'll take uh, the Titans at Texans. Um. Yeah. Tennessee, I suppose, kind of after a, after a fairly, ooh, fairly ropey start, have kind of steadied the ship, um, and have now kind of 
really taking command in the AFC South. So they're up there on four and two now, four wins in the bounce. They've beaten the Raiders, the Colts, the Commanders, and the Colts again. Look, what have they bet? I don't know. But these are the games that teams need to win to be compet- to be kind of in the mix at the end of the year. So I can't see why not, why they won't um take another game in the division here. Uh the Texans, they're another team. Then I, I suppose they're uh, they're comparable with the with the with the um the Detroit Lions in ways. I suppose I thought they 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 have been pretty competitive in games, but I just think they're not offering enough at all. Um, again and. I'd say this would be fairly one-way traffic. Have you any kind of objections to that? I can't see this being a, a competitive one, really. I think no, the Titans have too much. They have, seem to have got their house in order. The Texans are piss poor. Um, I, I, I don't really yeah. see them challenging the Titans. The Titans will, will, will run away with this. Another one, I don't think it'll be for the purists. No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be killing myself now to watch this ahead of other games. And Speaking yeah. of nightmare fodder, oh, Washington Christ. heading to the Colts. Uh, yeah. A battle of the Giants at quarterback where uh, the Colts are, are rocking out their new QB. John, how do you pronounce his name again? Um, Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger is up against... Uh, is Heineke's back for Washington, isn't he? <coughs> yeah. So Heineke, look, yeah, Heineke played against the Packers yesterday, yeah. Yeah, look, Washington had a had a very good win against a very, very, very demoralized Packers team. Um, but heading to the Colts is a step too far. It's it's very hard to judge. I, I don't know what these what the quarterback's going to be like. Um, they've obviously made a decision based on 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 Matt Ryan just not being good enough. Um, so it's a very, very difficult one to predict. What Washington, what both teams have is an early run game that they build their offense on. I think Washington probably have more superior wide receivers. Um, so you could have a little shock here. Um, but I don't know how much of a shock it would be. But I, I think Washington might steal it. Um, so that might be upset of the week. As what's going on with, with, with like, you know, the Colts? Like I know Matt Ryan hasn't hasn't been good and and, and that. And I think he has a, a shoulder energy or shoulder injury, but like like what did they expect like with the weapons they gave him you know he has no wide receivers of of note like they put all their eggs in one basket with Pittman and it just seems to have been an absolute disaster like he's been getting pasted as well um i i don't know like what did they did they did they really expect him to massively elevate their offense with with at, with his age and like there was a lot of there's a lot of pieces missing there but it is a case of like the wide receivers are making everything else look worse because Matt Ryan is a one <laughs> he doesn't see a receiver open, he's going to hold on to the ball yeah. and get pasted. And that's going to make the O-line look a bit worse <laughs> than they actually are. Um, mm. I don't know, I'd just be handing the ball off to Jonathan Taylor a hundred times a game and see what happens. <laughs> I'm hoping that's what they're doing now with, with uh, Sam Ellinger because at the moment um, he's not getting much, much at all. Like It's been an absolute disaster of a first-round pick. Um so he's just not he's not he's not there at all like even I was watching the game yesterday Naheem Hines is getting actually as much of the ball he, as, as he um, must be carrying an injury for you. yeah he's only just back he was out for a game there I'm sure I picked up the your man Dion Jackson when Naheem Hines was out as well but yeah. I'd say they're just nursing him back to full health he's probably going to be so. back to full full go ahead team ahead for, uh, for this game so yeah. hopefully hopefully they get it going now with the new QB and mm. freeze up a bit um, 
Mercy killed the Packers there, Bill. Right. So, like, I feel like Peter's been getting away lightly here, and we've been talking like Taylor Heineke. Peter just made a comment saying, oh, yeah, he played. He played no, God! <laughs> no, God, please, no! No! Come on, Peter. He played, he played against... Uh, that one. He, Peter came out and said, I quote, he played against the Packers. He left out the latter part of that sentence where he played against the Packers and won at the weekend. <laughs> he, and won. Uh, Packers at the Bills. I don't think I've ever looked at the the odds on a game of the Packers versus the Bills and seen a handicap of plus 10.5. Rodgers has never had a double-digit handicap against him. Well, here we go. We have it now. Um, and I wouldn't be back. I wouldn't be putting the plus 10.5 either. I think their run defense is so bad that, <coughs> that uh, this could go very high numbers for, for the Buffalo Bills running attack. And the big problem they have then as well is Josh Allen is able to throw the ball as well. So um and run the ball. He'll run over that sir. And and I think a bigger problem they have is their offense has been terrible against defenses such as the commanders. They're now going up against one of the best defenses in football. Like I don't see where Aaron Rodgers can get a win here. Like so I'm gonna say it's unfortunately a, a, a W for the Buffalo Bills. I hope the Packers sack their defensive coordinator. He's brutal. Yeah, brutal. it's not looking good. It's it's. Did you it's, see like your see Jair Alexander got looked absolutely <coughs> shocking yesterday, like shocking. Oh, it's just all over the shop. I think they, I'd say just right off this season, clean house. You'd have the They're first brutal. round. He's taken on. I'm telling you, we're not bad. We're not we're ourselves and the and the, and the Panthers and the, the Texans uh, duking it out at the bottom. Uh, yeah, you're dead right now. The, the, the bills are blown away. I do. I think the Packers will cover the handicap, though. I don't think they'll 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 lose, but they won't lose by. I, a I wouldn't. I wouldn't be backing it anyway. No, but I think it's yeah. Look, sure. I I'll probably be wrong with that. I'll, I'll, wrong about that as well. So I won't say any more. Uh, moving on. That's enough pain. Yeah. Bengals at Browns. Send us home, John. <coughs> yeah, I think um, two teams that kind of turned into what we'd hoped eventually. Um, like I was hoping that the Browns have just absolutely sucked this year and I've thankfully been proven right here in this one and they're just gone so bad they have like one player on offense in Nick Chubb who's one of the best at his position in the league and he got 16 touches or sorry he got 16 runs and two two catches 18 touches of the ball yesterday but that needs to be doubled for a player of his quality like if if that was Jonathan Taylor last year, he's getting 30 touches a game. Um, I don't know why they're underusing him so much. Uh, even though Jacoby Brissett hasn't been too bad, he's not going to throw 80-yard passes or 80-yard touchdown passes. I was, that. I was going to say that, John. I, I I think he's been okay, like, in fairness. He hasn't been the worst for them. I thought I think people thought he was going to be brutal. Brissett, that is now. I think he's been doing a, an okay job, but they have a lot more problems. He's been okay, but he's been very safe, Peter. He's thrown yeah. oh, absolutely. screens. Um, yeah. That's about it. And I think they just know what they have at, at quarterback when they're designing their plays. Uh, on the other side of the ball, I think the Bengals are coming very good, um, especially that Joe Burrow connection with Jamar Chase. Uh, highlight plays are back last couple of weeks because he's had a touchdown 
right out in the sideline and the guy that was covering him had him right out in the sideline. I don't know how he got the space to get his feet in, never mind get his feet in and then turn and run, carried in for a touchdown. The highlight plays are back and, and just when you kind of switch all your attention to Jamar Chase and then Tyler Boyd goes off for, you know, 100 and however many yards, he had 150 yards, had he? And a touchdown, two touchdowns are actually... Something like that, John, I think, yeah, it was, it was, it was massive under, it was massive numbers early, I think. I think he could have had... 100 plus yards after maybe the first or second quarter 155 and a touchdown yeah like, and then you've Joe Mixon in the backfield that you know Joe Mixon is getting the same amount of touches as as Nick Chubb and they're not the same player Nick Chubb is twice the player that Joe Mixon is like in in less touch, in less runs of the ball like Nick Chubb had nearly twice as many uh, runs or twice as many yards as Joe Mixon yesterday and they're still just not feeding him the ball enough. Um, so I think the Bengals with Chase going well and 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 Tyler Boyd rocking in here now, I think it's going to be an easy win for the Bengals for me. Yeah, hard to hard to disagree with that. Yeah. So right, we'll move on. Before we send you off on your way, we'll uh, move things on or send you home. Even sorry with our bets of the week. So I'll get things. Or does anyone else want to start? I started first last week. I don't want to jump in. Uh, you have you one ready, John? I I can go. Ahead. I have one ready, but or John, do you have one ready? Um, if you want to go ahead, there, lads, I don't. Well, I'll, I'll go. Uh, I'm gonna go Pats and Jets under forty-one point five. I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. Okay, right. Um, I'm gonna go with the um Jacksonville Jaguars minus three point five against the Denver Broncos. Um, I think the Jaguars are going to win this game. I don't think the Broncos will be able to put up a score. Uh, and I do think the, the Jaguars will eventually click and put up a score. So I think this could be hopefully a game where they get that right. And also, I want to just uh, pay homage to my Pittsburgh Steelers plus seven bet last week. They won. They they got the points. <laughs> Somehow stayed within six. I don't know how. I don't know how it stayed within six points, but I take it. <laughs> Yeah, I got my one up as well, and it did not look good for a while. The yeah. Jags and the Giants actually win score fest there for the first half. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, Brian Callen was absolutely freaking out there at one stage. Who the hell recommended this? Oh, which right. your, your one, was it? No, your one. Your oh, one, really? Your one. <laughs> yeah, sure. They nearly had, had 30 points scored after two quarters. <laughs> and yeah. somehow it came good. Some, somehow it did, yeah. Um, John. I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans minus 1.5 at Houston. So, Jari, that is an absolute gift, John. Surely. I don't have faith in the Tennessee Titans. I just have faith that Texans aren't good. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it sounds, yeah. I look, I know it's it's easy. It's 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 uh it's never simple, I suppose, on the road, but you'd imagine they have enough to cover that. I think they're going to win, so imagine they're going to win by more than two points or more than a point. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Ken had to had to nip off there, but he he left his bet with us guys. It's uh, Arizona plus three point five v the Vikings. We'll we'll link in with Kevin at some stage and we'll put his bet up on on the on the, yeah side. yeah so yeah that's it um yeah it's it's not it's not um probably the most uh 
exciting looking week but you never know sometimes it's these weeks that can actually be the best weeks they can they can have a lot of surprising games and you know could be a good one and yeah Broncos just a reminder again the Broncos at the Jaguars is on in London at half one on Sunday watch your clocks as well red zone five o'clock so um yeah we've said it all and we'll leave it there so uh, that's it anything else says before we go yeah, just to keep an eye on the Twitter and the, the Instagram. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll post up the bets and Ken or Kevin's bet will be up there as well. Um, scoreboard is tightened, tightened uh, pretty much. It's kind of, I think we're yourself, John, and maybe Ken are four and three, and then yourself and Kev. Maybe I'm not sure, but there's it's four and three or three and four, so it's okay. tight, tight at the top, tight at the bottom. Oh, uh, yeah, tight, that's tight, it. Tight. We're all scrapping, scrapping, scrapping for points, right. We'll leave it there, Saul, and we'll chat to you in the next one. Bye-bye.